0: Here we go. Now I know I'm definitely live on the website. Now I know I'm definitely live on on Instagram. And now I know I'm definitely live on Podbeat. All three of them has 100% been squared away. My fault, I should have checked that the first time. So you know what? Now we're about to start the show.
1: As Metro's Mercury-grade approaches, I shall create the illest podcaster known to mankind.
2: But master, what are you going to do?
1: Howard Stern. Stephen A. Smith. Joel Rogan. Dave Chappelle. Why Dave Chappelle? Because he's a funny motherfucker. Jay-Z. Because he has money, you fucking dickhead. Oh, I'm sorry, master.
2: Oh, I'm very sorry.
1: The heart of India, the strength of a black man, and the pride of a Spaniard, I present to you
2: my two. T- it's alive! He's walking, master! He's walking! Mighty Sports! There we
0: go. Now is that time. Good! hit the shot of my elbow. Good! Afternoon, and welcome back to another edition of the t Sports Podcast. Woo! It is another en fuego day in the hottest city in the world. Listen, pardon the late hour start. Unless if you're catching it live, if you're ca- if you're catching, if you're listening to the rear of the podcast, you did not even know that we started an hour late. You did not even know that I had to redo this. I had to redo the whole entire intro twice. This is what happens sometimes when you have unexpected technical difficulties, right? But. Oh, did I just hear A? No, 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 let's make sure we get out of all credited shit out of the background. My bad. But today is September. It's not September. Today is November 2nd. We're already talking about highs of 81, lows of 70. It's off 79 degrees right now. It's been completely windy. Wait, did I just give you the wrong date? Sorry, it's November 3rd. We got highs of 80, lows of 72. It's 79 degrees right now, and it's still windy. <laughs> As you can see the kind of pattern of weather that we've had for the last couple of days. You're listening to season six, episode 44, excerpt 237. I realize there's a couple of milestones right around the corner for me. Episode 50 for this season is right around the corner, which is a big deal because normally, I do this once a week, only on Wednesdays. COVID popped up and allowed a and lot of opening for, for a daily podcast. And with that, with that opening in the daily podcast, now you see me doing a podcast. So normally, when I get to like 44 episodes, I'm usually done for the season. I usually take a little break for about for about six weeks or so, and I come back. So usually right around now, I'm talking about wrapping the season up. But no, I see a couple of milestones coming. We have, we have episode... Fifty for this season that's gonna pop up, but with that we also have, and that's coming up in just about a couple in a, in a couple weeks or so. We also have excerpt two hundred and fifty coming up. I mean it would have been the two hundred and fiftieth time that we have done this podcast with you and y'all, yo, y'all, brethren. I appreciate that everything you give me, all blessings and love, you Really, 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 truly, truly appreciate it, brethren. Much, much love, much love. I really do appreciate all the love. Like 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 you know what I mean? Like what, what can I say? What can I say? Like I I love you. your respect brother, you love. Um, it's dish. Um, me um um how do you say? It? How do you say? Je je t'aime. Je Like all of it. Like yo I, yo for real The fact that we've been doing this for two hundred for for all these episodes, right? I really do appreciate it, and I do love you guys for taking the time to listen. This listen today's episode. Is a big one. We got big fight weekend that we gotta talk about. Of like if you watch Monday night football, then you know damn Daniel is coming to hit the scenes. I mean, we have the final day of the NFL free agency, so we're gonna see what moves happen. Alright, uh it looks like what the hell did I write down here? Somebody wins and big producer. We <laughs> go see what the fuck all that means. <laughs> Who wins? Chlor wins? Gly wins? Dora wins? What the fuck did I write? Well, It don't matter what I write. Because you know the only thing that really matters. Regardless of the time. Take that, take that, take that. And regardless of the weather.
3: You play to win the game. Hello?
0: It's always a good time to talk some sports. Woo! Back at it like a sports fanatic. Mighty
2: Sports!
0: (laughs) Ha ha! Oh, man. Yo, 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 can I, can I get the start? First of all, first of all, first things first. Can I get another one? First of all, first of all, first things first. I don't know if you guys know, but today is a special day. I don't know if you guys realize it, but today is a special day. Yes, folks, today happens to be election day. This is one of the many reasons why I have served this beautiful country of ours is to make sure that people like us means that anybody that has red or blue blood, whatever kind of blood you want to say that you have, that has blood coursing through their veins and stands on two feet and has an opposable thumb and is called a human being can actually get up and try to make changes in your country, in your city, in your state. Go out and vote. So as you know, the podcast this whole entire week and even last week was all brought to you you by Vote or Die. It's your civil duty. Like, 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 people's like, oh, like, to be honest with you, it's just like, it's one of your civil duty. Like, it's one of your, it's one of your rights as as, as an American. It's one of the things that you you should be proud of to go do is one of the things that, that you should feel like yo that i contributed to the course um, of, of our you know what i mean to, to the to the course of our nation to the course of our country to the course of my city to the course of my state now now granted i'll tell you i'll tell you this right a lot of times the person that, that's running for president isn't going to affect your everyday life like that person is just a figurehead that person really is just a figurehead the person that you need to worry about most your chief of police Because if your chief of police is allowing the the crooked police in your city to continuously get away with the shit that they're getting away with, then maybe you need somebody else in charge that's going to hold them accountable. His boss, the mayor, and his boss, the governor. Like... You, that's where you need to put your attention to like like, like and, and maybe and maybe because it's the president why I become so polarizing and, and I don't feel like it's ever been that polarizing in any city in any city or state that I've lived in except for maybe in New York for for a small point in time right like I, I think I remember Giuliani being a major like like being a major thing but for the most part you don't really hear about it being as major a, as it is with the presidency, and a lot of times you're in a local community, and you're in a community where you should be able to hear enough, uh, like the way that people talk about the president, that they should be talking about their mayors and and their mayors and governors and other other city officials, but they don't. See, you have to think, right, that, remember how we say that shit rolls downhill? Well, you have to figure who is closer to the shit with us. And those are gonna be the first line people that you have to be, you have to start holding accountable. And then you worry about the rest of the shit higher up because sometimes the higher up it gets, the more they to deta- are Definitely, the more detached they are from us. But the more it may not, they may not even care about what the fuck is going on on this level. Unless it becomes an embarrassment to the nation, then it's like, oh, what the fuck is going on in South Florida? What they just freed themselves? What everybody down here is on solar power? What? What? That was mandated by the by, what? What's going on? Rome, Rome, Rome. So you guys make sure that you, ha- if you haven't mailed in your vote already, if you haven't um, done your absentee vote already, if you haven't done, a- if if you haven't voted early already, you go ahead and take some time out and vote. And I believe it or not, like I, I believe that it, that that this should be a late work day. <laughs> that 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 most employees should be trying to find a way to that if uh, that that listen not for nothing like this. No, no, November should be a, lo- a um a late work day. Like, like, work shouldn't even start until, like, 1 p.m. for everybody. Give everybody the opportunity to get shit done during the day. This like, 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 election day should be a national holiday, to be honest with you. It should be a day that people are just off. Because I, re- I really believe that it is that important. Especially especially today. Especially today. Like, like listen. I don't, I don't know if you guys realize it, like, if you catch me on the gram but I have 100% made sure that I have tried to stay as neutral in my colors so that I do not give away who I may have voted for. Just remember, everything is a genjitsu. So I'm some, so. so if you, if you notice my colors today on the gram, I am very color neutral today. Like basically all you can see is fatigues because basically only the, like there's only been there's only been two presidents I've ever really cared about to be honest with you. All right? There's only been two presidents I've ever been I've ever really cared about. Like I said the closer they get to your shit, the more the, the more you're willing to the more it affects you. One president was actual my commander in chief. And I served under him for my whole entire 7 years and I could not wait for him to get out of office. Because I knew that he was gonna send us to war, and no doubt not only did he send us to war, he sent us—he sent us to a make-believe war. Got 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 tons of friends of mine's killed, friends and friends of friends of mine, You know what I mean? Battle buddies killed for no reason. Second person I consider my president. He wasn't my commander in chief, but he was definitely the dude I voted for because also he was the one for the right time in history to be the first black president my two presidents bush and obama like for the primaries coming up like i didn't pick this guy biden i don't want trump either so so you go you guys go ahead and you and you figure all that shit out but you guys you you definitely make sure that you go out and vote because it is important Almost as important as it is for Daniel Jones to hold on to the motherfucking ball. Like, can somebody tell me, please, anybody, somebody, tell me why is it so hard for him to turn? Like, you, like, I, I don't, you know, what, I know, just, you know, it's so bad. You know, you know what really is. <laughs> you know what really isn't that that makes this really really as bad as it is, is that I didn't even look to see how many turnovers he had hey, officially, but I know he is still averaging two turnovers per game. And, and and don't worry, I'm I'm trying to stall just a little bit because you you guys know you you got
3: damn Daniel, you turned over the ball again, Daniel.
0: Daniel Jones, two touchdowns, but also two interceptions. There you have it. Daniel Jones, again, averaging his two turnovers for game. And the bad thing about it, the Giants' D played well. But it didn't matter how well the Giants' D played. Damn,
3: Daniel. You turned over the ball again, Daniel.
0: The Giants' defense was creative. Like, you saw they were actually, there was actual time, times in the game. I'm sorry. So as you're talking about time, I'm reading it that Adam Silver is running out of time for December 22nd, start on the NBA okay. season as they're trying to figure things out there. Let's see. Uh, pass a 207 Okay. So that was voting. That was, that was voting news up there, and I'm pretty sure... Oh, shit. John Elway just put po- Oh, fuck. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Breaking news, B. John Elway just pop hot for for COVID-19. <laughs> like, damn. There goes another one. Remember, today's election day, so don't forget to vote. Um, And don't forget that if you're Daniel Jones, that you really have to hold on to that ball. Like, we're going to get a little bit more into that into that monday night football game right when we come back right from this break we'll be right back don't worry this won't take long
2: just remember i want you all to remember the change you want begins with you your vote matters so don't just register to vote go out and vote and begin making the change you want
0: Welcome back to the Mighty Sports Podcast. I'm sure your host, the one only Donald Omar Taylor. Now we come back to the sport to the Mighty Sports Podcast and <clears throat> We're gonna talk about this a little bit. We we're probably gonna talk about this on tomorrow. Right? Because we I think we already touched touched on this yesterday about this about the NBA start date and how this got pushed back. Didn't we talk about this yesterday? Maybe we talked about it maybe maybe we talked about it on Friday. Yep, I think we talked about it Friday. And, and, and we made a couple of points about it on Friday. It's actually something I'm going to talk about again with, with, some, with, 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 the, with, with the crew tomorrow night. So make sure you tune into the podcast Wednesday night, 8.07 8 p.m. We'll have a full house as we like to do on Wednesday night. You know how it is on, on Wednesday night, on Humpty Night. We have a... I can't say that word because there's only dudes up in here. All right? Okay. So, but... <laughs> we have a full... <laughs> we, we, we have a full room. So 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 definitely you make sure you check out that podcast because that those are the podcasts that always tend to be a little bit heated. We gonna find a way to, to take out to take out some of these picks uh, that we always be forced to do. Like listen, if we haven't figured it out for this week for this year, we definitely gonna have a whole different way of making our picks next year. While I still always find a way to give you guys my picks personally, we just won't be making all of them on air anymore. Now let's talk about people that that isn't making the things that he's supposed to be making like. The Giants defense was creative. We saw at times where they actually managed to confuse LeBron James. We saw at times where 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 not LeBron James. Sorry. I'm watching first take. While talking to you guys, which normally I don't watch first take while talking to you guys. I normally put on some kind of game rerun. I don't I don't care if it's a basketball, football, baseball, um wrestling. I normally put on some kind of sports rerun. Um, while I while um while I'm doing the podcast, but I don't know why today I got I got on first take, but today I got on first take, so so bear with me if it seems like I'm having a discussion with you while having a first date a first bait the first take debate. With them in my head while also doing a podcast about tomorrow, preparing the podcast for tomorrow with the fellas while also talking to you guys today. Like, listen, I apologize. This, this is how the mind works when, when, when you're as distracted as somebody like me. Listen, talking about ADD. No, 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 no. I don't have ADD. And thank God, like, that medicine did, was, wasn't invented when I was a kid. Now, I have ADD. Like, that shit is off the his like I had to go out and play. I didn't have any I didn't have I didn't have Ritalin or anything like that. But the Giants defense, back to that. They actually looked creative in this game. They actually found them found ways to actually confuse Tom Brady. Actually forced Tom Brady to make mistakes, to actually get after Tom Brady. But it didn't matter how creative or how good that, that defense looked or how confused they managed to make Tom Brady. At the end of the day.
3: Damn, Daniel. He turned over the ball again,
0: Daniel, and this was even when his offense was looking creative for the um, um for the Giants. They actually found ways to get open targets for touchdowns. But Daniel Jones just couldn't see these open targets. We're talking on several occasions, right? And I can't remember who, who it was, if, if it was Sterling Shepard or somebody else on the on the left side of the field. Like every other play, you will see that there's a double move that he plays on, on, on solo coverage one by one. And he's burning the defender on the left side. But Daniel Jones, as he goes through his progression, and, and they talked and they talked about it last night. Daniel Jones goes through his progressions, and if he keeps his eye on that person for just a second longer, he sees that he is gone. And this is actually on a play where Daniel Jones.
3: Damn, Daniel. He turned over the ball again, Daniel.
0: Like, this is actually on one of those plays where he turns over the ball. Where well, you see him, he goes through his progression. The first guy isn't quite open yet. He goes through the middle and then he goes to the right. And then he starts to feel the pressure. And instead of just throwing the ball away, right? Or instead of coming back, or let me before I even that, or before throwing the ball away or throwing it into the dirt at somebody's feet. Or instead of coming back through your progressions, right? Trying to see if you got to He locks in to the last, got, last person in his progression. And then, even though he's not open, he tries to force the ball in there as, as he feels the pressure. The ball comes out like a lame duck. And next thing you know...
3: Damn, Daniel. You turned over the ball again, Daniel.
0: Daniel Jones is turning over another ball. Daniel Jones for the last couple of games, right, and and this, this has been this has been for a good portion of this season. Daniel Jones is damn near averaging two turnovers per game, and you have to realize that this is a good like. So, Giants fans, I'm gonna tell you this right now, right? In today's NFL, I don't know how long you can you can keep having guys like Daniel Jones stink up the joint, right? Because I understand that. People are gonna bring out stats that say, "Hey, um, Peyton Manning threw his first couple of games through this, and Brett Favre threw his first couple of games did this, and you know, first first couple of days, first couple of years, you know, between two to three years did this, you know, so and so between two and three years did this." But we also saw what Jameis Winston did for the for the last five years, given the same leash. It's either you make better decisions or you don't. Now, are you telling me that when you see Daniel Jones? Is he a guy that looks like he's making great decisions? Remind me again how Peyton Manning really, really, truly looked in those first three years. Did he look like a guy that didn't know how to make smart decisions? But also, some of these guys that, that we mentioned, let's not also forget, they found ways to make their team win. They didn't find ways to make their team Lose. They may have had interceptions, but those interceptions weren't costly interceptions that, that 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 forced losing. Like a lot of times, they'll end up having to shoot shoot their way back out of the scenario that they put themselves in. But at least they got out of it. Daniel Jones can't get out of his own way, as we as we saw or as we saw earlier this year already. Daniel Jones literally would trip over his own two feet, given a clear path. did, Daniel Jones has got to find a way to better take care of this ball, or else I don't see Daniel Jones lasting past this year. To be honest with you, I would probably bench Daniel Jones and put in his backup. And it's not to say that his backup is going to win games, but you have to hold him accountable. And you have to show the rest of your team that you're holding him accountable. And maybe you just have to sit back and reset and, and, and really look how this offense look with somebody else to see either how good Daniel Jones is so you can appreciate how good he is or to see how bad he is to realize that, you know what? We may bring him back if this other backup sucks, but we now have it in our mind that... Unless he literally is just just blows us out of the water for the next six to four games, right? That he just completely shines when you do bring him back because he's gonna come back. You gotta play. You gotta play him back somewhere for 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 the remainder of the six um four, six to four games. Most likely six rather than rather than four. Maybe five if you want to find a happy medium. But you're gonna play him for the remainder of the season. And you're gonna and you're gonna hope that that benching. As well, because you're gonna have some things made up to your mind up until the point that he click that you put him back in. And one of the things that it may be that you know, you know what, Colt McCoy looked pretty well, but we gotta get we gotta put this guy back in because we're still not winning even with Colt McCoy. Or you have to say that oh my God, Colt McCoy looks so bad here. And Colt McCoy, we know for a fact is a bona fide backup quarterback. Nah, nah, nah. We we look better with the other quarterback that we just have. We look better with Daniel Jones. And what you're hoping from that point on. Right? or what you're looking to reevaluate on that point on, is did that benching spark a fire under Daniel Jones for him to tighten up his shit? Or is it the same old thing? And is he going to continuously co- revert to being,
3: Damn, Daniel. you turned over the ball again, Daniel.
0: And it's not like he's other quarterbacks in this league, like Cam Newton. Or, 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 or Lamar Jackson where for the most part of their career even for the turnovers because of their overall skill they still manage a way to be, bring to make to help their team win we're not saying that about about Lam, uh, uh, about Daniel Jones it's actually the complete opposite even the head even the head coach for the opposing team is saying it that it's Daniel Jones's turnovers. That is causing this team to lose games. The Giants are gonna be lucky enough to possibly come away with the number two pick in the NFL Draft. And with the number two pick in the NFL Draft, there is another young prospect coming out, coming out of college from the quarterback position that teams are just lusting all over. That isn't named Trevor Lawrence. And if you and if you haven't made up your mind on Daniel Jones, then you either trade out of that pick to get more picks so you can get him some help. Or you may have to pick the quarterback and trade Daniel Jones and see who may want to choose. Him to be your next starting quarterback. <laughs> this game is funny. Like that's that's where that's where we're at. Like that's officially where we're at. Like it's, it's it's about time for a change in New York. It's about it's about time for a change. In New York, if Daniel Jones continues to play this way, because to be honest with you, you can want you can use the exceptions for all of these guys to make your point that hey, all of these players from quarterback position, and and, and you can make you can mention some great names, but they're greats, and they're the one percenters of quarterbacks. The majority of the guys that look like this. End up being Colt McCoy. You you even saw that for as for as many yards, five thousand of them, for as many touchdowns, thirty plus of them. That Jameis Winston put up. It never mattered because he still put up damn near forty interceptions. His team could never break eight and eight which is why they eventually got rid of him. And granted, Tom is available, and you get rid of anybody for almost Tom Brady. Tom Brady gets available. But Tom Brady becomes available, and he looks at it like, yo, this guy had this team at eight 8-8? and eight? I have to be able to add four wins because I know for a fact I'm, I'm never going to turn over the ball 40 times. Like, I'm not even going to turn over the ball 20 times. I might not even turn over the ball 10 times. So... You can wait to see if he turn to see what he turns out to see if he turns out to, to be Peyton Manning or one of the upper echelons one percenters of the league, or you can kind of look at him now and be like, at the best right now he's looking at his his ceiling. May he'd be lucky if his ceiling is Jameis Winston. And if you're looking at a Jameis Winston ceiling, then you might as well be on the floor. Fuck out of here! The Giants need to make a change, and you know what? A lot of the change that that that, that is going to happen in, in the NFL is going to be starting today. The NFL trade deadline is today, right? That's going to happen today at 4 p.m. So we're going to keep our eyes glued. That's going to be just in a couple of hours. I should probably just be directly on, <laughs> like you know what? I'm over here watching, I'm watching ESPN two, and I had first take on, right? But that's only because I had an ESPN. I when was last time I was watching ESPN two to have first take on? Because what I really probably should be having on right now is the NFL network so I can see if there's any, excuse me, if there's any breaking NFL news that needs to, that, that comes across. So you know what? That's what we're going to switch over to, right? NFL trade deadline is today. We're going to make sure that we, that we, that we stay glued to that. If there's anything big that happens, because listen, there's somebody that I really, really, really would like for them to be saved. We're going to talk about them when we come back from our next commercial break. That and more sports podcast play that song baby
1: they didn't join this team to win championships or become famous they joined because there is important work to be done and only some able to do it they are brighter better educated led and equipped than any team in history they are doctors lawyers engineers technologists and combat troops all prepared for whatever comes their way you'll find them where the lights don't flash and the only contract they sign is with themselves and their country one day they may be asked what they did to make a difference in this world and they can respond I became a soldier
2: I want you all to remember, the change you want begins with you. Your vote matters. So don't just register to vote. Go out and vote. And begin making the change you want.
0: Alright, we are back to the My Sports Podcast. So you host hosting one with Donald Tomar Taylor. If you're still listening, I do appreciate you listening to the podcast. Whether you're listening live today, pod on Podbean Live on my website, my That's MSN Mike. Wise and Yankee T is entangled sports.net, or you're catching me live on Instagram. I do appreciate it. Also, if you're catching the re-air, I do appreciate you listening to the re-air. Whether you're listening to on the re-air on my on the website again, or you're catching it on Podbean, Tune In, iTunes, iHeart. Listen note, Castbox, Google Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, Facebook, Tumblr, LinkedIn, Twitter, and YouTube, and many, many more places. I do appreciate it. Also, one of the easiest ways to listen to the podcast, just tell your small speaker, Ayo, small speaker, how you doing today? I, want, I need you to play some. partner. Po- no. <laughs> just tell your small speaker to play the latest episode of the M. Y-T Sports Podcast. And you have to actually kind of say it that way. It doesn't recognize it as my T, so you have to say it to play the latest episode of the M as in Mike, Y as in Yankee, T as in Tango Sports Podcast, and uh, and it'll pick up the latest episode of the podcast and it'll go ahead and play that for you. So again, I, I do appreciate any way that you're listening to. And don't, I don't forget the many AKAs that we have here on the Mighty Sports Podcast. You know what I mean? AKA the Army Black Knight. AKA, I'm your, I'm your favorite Army vet. Don't ever forget that. AKA, work hard, smoke auto. AKA, Mr. Energy. AKA, the Tidman, AKA, the Brooklyn Bustle. So Tell you 100 miles of running, B. AKA, the Motor Mouth for the South. Now, as we get into a couple of games from last week, right? We had an interesting game. Right between a couple of two and four teams, all right, and that was the game that was between the LA Chargers and the Denver Broncos, and we saw pullout Poppy's former team, right? And it was one of those weird things when I first saw the score of this game, I was like, "Damn, pullout Poppy failed again," but right? this time it wasn't pullout Poppy, and I actually saw a lot of this game, and and this game was one of those games that it was no three hundred yard passes. Who we got here? going on, Yana. There was no 300-yard passes. There was no 300-yard receivers. There was no 300-yard rushes. What this was, was just a really close game that went back and forth that was highlighted by a sliding catch by Hamler as time would run out to tie the game 30-30 to his team puts up an extra point. Game is 31-30. Denver Broncos win. No time left. It's a wrap. There goes your victory. 30 to 31, Denver. As they take a close game. And like I said, this is one of those games where that the fact that it was a good game. Made it a good, <laughs> made it easy to watch. Because these are two bad teams, right? These are these are two bad teams and two surprisingly bad teams. At, at times I feel like we feel, like we, uh, at times I feel that we expect the LA Chargers to be a little bit better. Um, Denver Broncos have been going through quarterback issues ever since. John Elway, who I remind you again, um, it just came across the wire that he popped up hot for COVID-19. Covid nineteen, and even having um, quarterback issues since since John Elway, and I know that during that time they found Peyton Manning for three years. They still have technically had quarterback issues that whole entire time because all they've done is brought in a carousel of quarterbacks, of quarterbacks, of quarterbacks, and none of and nothing has worked. And the one time it worked is when they caught the goat at the end of his career because his last team got rid of him because he had a neck problem. And then you slid in and you, and you just like you know what oh this is going to fix it but remember that really wasn't a fix that that was that was a patch on a on a, on a, on, a, on a tire that has been leaking hole for two now in football life it was way more than 2 years but like in riding your bike world, that's too like for two years you've been patched up this. You've been trying to patch up your bike. <laughs> all, all they did was patch up a hole. All they did was patch up a hole that they that they had. It was just successful that when they patched up this hole, this hole happened to allow them to ride their bike for a little while longer than the other ones, and successfully get to the top of the mountain, and then quickly had it come tumbling all down, and then it was back in that same scenario. So it wasn't to fix that. In in a sense that when you normally find a quarterback that you're gonna go with, that you have them for a decade on plus, nope, you found a guy at the end of your career. Like Tampa Bay right now, like Tampa Bay, like this isn't the fix. This is a patch. This is a patch in the oh, framework. This is a patch in the framework where they are gonna be looking to. They're gonna be they're gonna be looking for another quarterback as soon as Tom Brady leaves which means that they're going to be right back in this scenario, which means that they haven't fixed anything. Like, Tom Brady may get them to the top of the mountain again because Tampa Bay has been there once before, just like Denver has, right? But it's not going to fix the problem that they haven't found a quarterback to to help them win a game in their existence because isn't Tampa Bay the, the, the team that won with, like, Brad Johnson or some shit like that? If I'm if I'm not mistaken, so even when they won, they didn't have a quarterback. You understand? Tampa Bay has had a quarterback issue since Tampa Bay could remember. Jameis Winston was supposed to be that dude, but Jameis Winston can't give up the ball more than he likes taking care of it. Jameis Winston is an is an abusive partner. That's what he is. Like he loves to score, but he also loves to beat you. <laughs> He's the only guy I know that's beating his team as much as it. Alright, so let's 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 move on, right? From Phillip Rivers old team to Phillip Rivers new team, right? Where the pillow poppy does it again. And he actually does it again and not the way that that we normally poke at him for. He actually managed to come away with a W this time, right? And to be honest with you, this is one of those games that that, that was a big port on the defense. Right? We saw we saw this defense had nine tackles for losses folks nine tackles for losses obviously they also put up an interception obviously they also put out a fumble if you have fantasy if i'm not mistaken the indianapolis colts are the number one team in fantasy football (laughs) yes folks they are one of the they are one of the best defending teams and their defense is really is really what's helping philip rivers and these Indianapolis Colts do their thing is they would take on the Detroit Lions, and it will be their defense and their run game. Which, not for nothing, with def- with 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 great defense and a, and a and a solid run game, you can make it to conference championship games. You you understand? Like like ask, ask the Jets with great defense, and ask Tampa Bay. Axe Baltimore. Axe <laughs> Pittsburgh. You know what I mean? With great defense and a good run game. You can win with a bad quarterback. You can win with a mediocre quarterback. And the Indianapolis Colts, right now, they have good defense. They have a good, they have a nice running game. And they have Phillip Rivers. They have a named quarterback. It's unfortunate that this named the quarterback, listen, like, like, he is, at this point in time, like, there's two things he's known for not pulling out of, like, his wife and and games. Like, like, that. those are the two things we, we, we figure that Phillip Rivers can't pull out anymore. Because these days, it is very scarce for Phillip Rivers to continuously get dubs, But... They were able to beat the Col- they were able to beat the Detroit Lions 41 to 21. And I'm gonna ask you guys this here first today, and we're gonna carry this conversation definitely over to tomorrow when we go a little bit more in depth. Because I'm gonna wait till we have the whole entire room filled for this one. But as I'm watching Matthew Stafford I'm lose this game again, and I'm thinking about Matthew Stafford's tenure in Detroit. I, I really am curious. Should Matthew Stafford go? Like, is is Matthew Stafford's time in Detroit done? Like, if Denver's looking for a quarterback, like, there goes Matthew Stafford. Like, if the Chargers look like, that, if teams are like, there goes Matthew. And I'm not saying this. I'm not saying this for Detroit's sake, right? Because we already know the kind of curse that Detroit has on it. Like, there's something going on in Detroit. I'm saying this for Matthew Stafford's sake. Like, for Matthew Stafford's career, like, is it time for him to go? Like to help him to save himself, like do you need to get out of D Town because the only thing you keep getting in D Town is fucked. But like I said, that's gonna be a question I'm gonna post. To, I'm gonna post to the fellas tomorrow. Like, cause I, 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 I listen. I may even post it on. I'm. I might even make you know. I'm gonna write this down. We are gonna write this one down. We got. We might have to make this one a poll, right? Are we gonna act, are we gonna we're we gonna put this up a poll and we're gonna see how you guys feel by around t- how this is looking about tomorrow but does Matthew Stafford need to go like for himself to save his career? Like we're definitely gonna put that up on a poll on Twitter. Make sure you go, you go and check out the Twitter line, and you and you guys go ahead and check out that poll. So on top of voting for your president today, and and, and a bunch of other th- and a bunch of other things, um, even in your city and your your city, your state, or, or your country, like because there's a lot of things to be um to be voted. There's several different things to be voted on today. Right, you guys, you guys also make sure you take yourself down to Twitter. You go ahead and look up the Mighty Sports Podcast, and you go ahead and you, and you go ahead and vote on this poll that we're gonna put up later today. And that poll is gonna be: Does Matthew Stafford um need to go? I'm also gonna pose this question up in up in the chat room, and let's start and let's start a little conversation of up, up in here. Does Matthew Stafford? I wish I could type as as fast as I talk because that would really help me. That would really help me. <laughs> yeah. That really helped me in my in my career, but there we go. It's up, it's up there. It's up there, so you guys could run away with that in the in the conversation. I see. I see a couple of people started to started to go ahead and and make a few comments, but let's go ahead and post that to the whole entire room. Like, does Matthew Stafford need to go? And whether you believe that he needs to go because he sucks, right, or you think that he just needs to get out of Dodge because it may be the best thing for his career, whether it's this point in time or another point in time, and and that because like. I don't know if he's gonna be able to get it done in Detroit, and I don't know if Detroit is the best place for him anymore. We gonna see. We we. Do I, I got one for that? No, 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 not today, not today, not today. Okay, fine, fine. Alright. Now, I'm we gonna take our last break of the evening, all right? When we go to when we come back, we gonna finish up. Uh, we gonna finish up with a couple more games for the week. Yeah. We're going to see how we feel about the how, we, how much time we have and how we feel about talking about NBA today. But, but we're going to take a break. We, when we come back, we're going gonna to get right into this Seattle and San Francisco game. That was another good game, and unfortunately, that had to end in a rough way with a bunch of people missing. But you stay tuned. We'll be, we'll be back. And don't forget, folks, you make sure that today you...
2: I want you all to remember, the change you want begins with you. You know, vote... I want you all to remember. I want you all to remember. I want you all to remember. The change you want begins with you. Your vote matters. So don't just register to vote. Go out and vote. And begin making the change you want.
0: Again, welcome back to the My Sports Podcast. I'm still your host, the one who's diving through Taylor, aka Mr. Energy, aka Tony Baratone, aka. Did I already tell you guys I'm working hard, Smoke quarter. Okay, I'm also the one take wonder. Even though today we had to re- we had to restart the podcast, but that wasn't because of me. That was because we had audio difficulties. I'm still doing this shit on one take, dude. But also, don't forget that that, that the, show, the show today is brought to you by Vote, Vote or Die. No, but definitely. But no jokes aside, all jokes aside, don't. Um. Please make sure that you go out and, and get an opportunity to go vote. Or oh, you make sure that you go vote. If you already have voted, I do thank you. It's one of the things that I definitely have served this country for, is to make sure that everybody everywhere gets it, in this country gets the opportunity to vote. It is important. And it's one of your civic duties. And it's simple. Now, as we continue, right... As we talk about some of the greats in the game, right? We talked about Philip Rivers today. We talked about Tom Brady today. As we continue with some of the greats in it. And we'll talk about the true greats. Listen, even Matthew Stafford is, is one of the goods of the game, right? And I feel like, like he should be better. And, and I'm not going to tell you where I feel like he should go. But it's a place I really believe that he should go and the, and it, and it, and it's really funny too right that um, a lot of NFL stadiums right now are shut down have completely shut down football operations um some of them have as as have also allowed themselves to be polling centers so that people can go ahead and vote so like so like SoFi Stadium in Inglewood, California, yep, that is that has become a polling center. And you can catch this, and you and this, and you can see this same pattern being followed for a couple of the stadiums across our nation, whether it be football, basketball, hockey, or baseball. A lot of stadiums across the league or, or across the across the nation are allowing their buildings and their facilities to be used as polling centers. So for all those teams that do that, up, 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 it's all on them. A- because it is very, it is very important. So as we continue to talk about some of the greats in this game, right? And even the possible MVP of the league. Right, we're talking about here Mr. Unlimited. And Mr. Unlimited is deciding to light it up just again. <laughs> light it up light it up. <sighs> right, he's decided to light it up just again. As he will go 27 for 34, 261 yards, and four folks. Count them. One, two, three three, four. And I know it was one short of our boy, Booker. But, folks, he found the end zone four different times. and one of the most important things that you're going to see us that as I said, I don't know when we're going to stop talking about this as we continue to talk about these Seattle games. And to be honest with you, I don't want to stop talking about it this year. I don't want to stop talking about it next year. I don't want to stop talking about him for probably the next five years. But the chemistry that he has found with DK Metcalf is phenomenal. The chemistry that he has found with DK DK Metcalf has been beautiful. And the 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 the, the, oh, see. the the chemistry that he has found with DK Metcalf has been exciting to watch and it has been lethal for other teams as he is now being targeted 15 times in this game. He will catch 12 balls and he will lead all receivers this week with one. Hundred and sixty-one receiving yards, folks. This team was on fire. DK Metcalf, you can see him slowly piecing every single thing together. As we heard rumors now, right? As as Russell as, as Russell Wilson has has come out and admitted that, yo, there was a point in time that DK Metcalf stayed at Russell Wilson's crib, uh, and you know what they did. They worked out together. And they got things done. And you can and you can start to see some of the chemistry that's been formed with them. You can see the difference in his routes as DK Metcalf is becoming a really good route runner. You can see the speed he that he has. As that when he catches the ball on on, on, on a on a on a on a simple swing that he's able to get up not get past not only his defender on a quick move but also get around two three other defenders but only getting like possibly one one block to hit the edge and go. DK Metcalf is a phenomenal athlete. I mean oh my god what he does on the field is just absolutely incredible and he may still be getting better. Like we may not we may have just seen the beginning of it all. And that's the crazy part. Just imagine if he keeps getting better. You know, like I said, like I, I am not, I am not sad that we, I'm not, I am not upset that we that we find a way to talk about DK Metcalf every single week. Um, almost since this season has started, and the fact that we get to talk that that we may even bring him up multiple times in a week, depending on who comes into the podcast or how or what's brought up to the podcast every single week my DK Metcalf is truly truly exciting to watch and the thing about it is that you can see now like on different layers of this of this of this team that the Seattle Seahawks while the people say that you know what their defense needs to come up just a little bit or, or that their defense needs to needs to play better at times you know what I, I'm seeing Bobby Wagner still come through that middle untouched. I still see Bobby Wagner making key plays when it needs to be made. I still see Bobby Wagner being the only person with double-digit tackles this week that also have two sacks. Only Bobby Wagner. was Bobby Wagner a safety? <laughs> so you understand, like, so you can see them clicking on on certain levels. They, they have Bobby Wagner on defense. They have Russell Wilson leading them. They have they 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 have DK Metcalf in the receiving court. All they need to do now is 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 possibly get, uh, is, is get another is get a good pa- a pass rusher and an actual good rusher again, since so they haven't found a running back since Marshall Lynch. And honestly, make themselves a fully complete team because right now. Like you can see how the mystique of Pete Carroll, the mystique of you know what I mean, what what, what happens with Pete Carroll, what happens with what happened with Seattle, what happened with Russell Wilson, how you, how, you know, even with Bobby Wagner being able to lead that defense, right? You can start. To, you see how having those having those key guys in, in key positions how it helps solidify and, and really helps. With the culture of this team they just need to keep finding keep finding like the better people in here i just keep adding a few more pieces they they have they have the foundational pieces the guy's gonna that's gonna that's gonna teach up the right the, the guys um after him that's, that's really gonna help the next generation that's, that's gonna help that's that's really gonna be the second coach in the locker room on the field you have those guys they just need to start finding the other pieces to start fitting around them as well So for those few holes that they do have is isn't a lot arrowhead stadium used as a polling center Big up as you guys can already see i I, I have already voted <laughs> as you can tell by the by, 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 by the hardware that I have either that you can see on the gram I... and listen I know I was hard on Daniel Jones. and there's one thing I'm not gonna I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna talk about we'll probably talk about it tomorrow if those, if those guys want to bring it up right but nah nah I'm good I don't want to talk I, I know there's one point you guys keep 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 hitting me up about uh, <laughs> about what I missed about talking about that New York Giants and Tampa Bay game and, and about me being so hard on Daniel on Daniel Jones I I, I I see it I, I see I see all the, I see all the communication happening right happening on Podbean but Listen, that's to talk to you guys, like, it doesn't matter to me. It, it doesn't matter at all. He gots to do better. He has to do better. If he... Oh, wow. So, Andy Dalton, who was just knocked out of that game a couple of weeks ago also... He's <laughs> also being placed on, in, on, on the reserve COVID-19 list. So, not only is he going through concussion protocol... And was and was kind of out for a little bit for that reason, but we also now see that he's going to be out because of COVID. That quarterback situation in Dallas just keeps on getting worse and worse and worse and worse and worse and, worse. and call this juju for not giving for not for not giving Dak Prescott his money. I st- I still say I understand why you didn't pay that man. I'm just like damn, you didn't expect all of this to happen just because you didn't pay him. But every every team has their injuries. Every team every team has players that go down that they have to co- continuously deal with. And San Francisco Giants. Are, are, I mean San Francisco 49ers are no different. They lost this game twenty seven thirty seven to Seattle. But they also gonna see um, they also gonna see Kerry Kittles go down, and they also gonna see their boy Jimmy um Jimmy G go down. And they and both of them will not be um will not be returning for a little bit of for, um, for a little bit of time. So we're gonna see how how that works out and how that how that starts to pertain to the San Francisco 49ers season as injuries keep racking them. I remember we talked about the San Francisco 49ers in the um, the beginning of the season because they were just decimated by injuries. That's why we thought like the New York Jets should have gotten at least one victory when it came to that because they played a decimated um, San Francisco team. But not even that could happen. And now you see some of the guys that that had some of those injury problems early on the season. You're starting to see some of them resurface up again as they play a physical division uh, rival opponent. So, as we continue with our GOAT talk, right, and I don't really go, but so far the GOATs of the league, right, some of the GOATs go of the league of this, of, of this era, we also have a game that goes on in New Orleans and Chicago, right, and while this was not the game of the evening, man, there was some action in this game. And man, 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 for sure, for sure, for sure, Like, 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 this game had it all. Like, 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 like this game, like, they, they had grit. They put up a fight. Like, literally, they put up a fight. Alvin Kamara would have a total of 100, 163 total yards from scrimmage, as he would have 67 rushing yards and 96 receiving yards. But the thing about it, right, that that you're actually kind of lucky that that New Orleans found a way to win this game because everybody fumbled. I mean, everybody, everybody that mattered fumb- that fumbled the ball at one point in time. We're talking about Breeze fumbled, Kamara fumbled, Smith fumbled. Now that's probably the reason the only reason why this game was even so close with some of the turnovers and fumbles. And and, and also when we talk about Oh shit. So it looks like several players. Wait, hold on, hold on. Let's, let's get this out of you, out, out for you guys right now. <laughs> This is what happens when you put on the NFL network during the podcast. You get a lot of breaking news for NFL. And it looks like several players are considered to be high risk for COVID nineteen following the Marlon Humphreys positive test for the um, for the Baltimore Ravens. Um that, that will that will keep up <laughs> we'll keep an eye on as well. We'll keep our we'll keep our ear to the streets, we'll keep our eye on the tweets and we'll see exactly how that uh, what, what continues to play out on that one. Um, so let's get back to this New owners in Chicago game, right? Because in this game, like I like, I like, honestly, how they won this game New Orleans did is, is 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 a baffle to me. This game actually went into overtime. I said like this wasn't a game of the week, but this game definitely 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 had everything that it needed to have. You had the five and two, were they five and two at the time? Chicago, if I'm if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, the five and two um, Chicago taking on the four and two New Orleans. So somebody leaving leaving this game was gonna come away with, with three victories, uh, three losses, and we didn't. And maybe we didn't give this game this, its proper respect, you know, it being New Orleans and Chicago, and the fact that Chicago really needs to figure out what's going on in their quarterback position, so that we can truly consider them. Um... Shit, running backs Jamal Williams and linebacker Kamal Mart- uh, Martin for Green Bay has now been also been placed on the reserve COVID nineteen. Who did Green Bay just play? Hold on, Green Bay just played Minnesota. Okay, and now they're pop- They have players popping hot for COVID nineteen. Um we had Baltimore that had that, that had a little outbreak and they have players popping up on um, COVID nineteen. They just played Pittsburgh. Oh shit. We just had um 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 Dallas's quarterback that just popped up hot for COVID nineteen. They played Philly. Man. I don't know, this is, this is looking completely good for the NFL. Like, every, every week, we just keep seeing more and more and more and more and more players popping up for COVID-19. And the NFL is taking a place where, well, like, you know, our partner, we're just going to look COVID-19 dead in the face, we're just going to punch it in the eye. And we're going to come across the other side of this, all fine and dandy. We don't care how many bodies we have to lose as long as we become victorious. And the victory for them is finishing out their season and get, making sure they can get all that money, regardless of how many lives are lost. I'm just saying, we're watching, we're talking about it, but that's what's going on. We're a sports podcast. If they have sports on, we're going to talk sports on. If they didn't have sports on, you know what we'll do? We'll still talk sports. We'll just find other shit to talk about. We'll get real creative in this bitch. Is Jordan the greatest? Is LeBron the greatest? Oh, should this happen? But well, what about the next? Oh, what about the draft? Oh, what about this? Oh, who is this? Oh, let me get your top five. Your favorite player of all time. Like, we would have came with the whole smorgasbord of, 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 of sports foolery. That that, that gets, get, gets people going and talking. But, they have sports on, so we didn't have to do all that. Just like, you know who didn't have to do all that? Javon Wims. Javon Wims is the latest player to be inducted into the... I
3: cannot play with him. Cannot win with him. Cannot coach with him. Can't do it. I want we put him in the bed. Cause he's okay. Get filthy animal.
0: Now, my memory may be a little bit, um, maybe a little bit off, but I could have swore that this happened as soon as the game was over and they blew the whistle. Oh, General Met, shit. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> General Manager Denver Broncos John Elway and CEO Joe Ellis have both post, um, tested positive for COVID-19. So that's how you know they both wasn't giving a fuck at some point in time and knew other people that would have had it and they were consistently in each other's president's um, presence and 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 gave and, and and they passed it along. Oh yeah, let's not play. Let's not play. We all know how that happened. Listen, we all we all have taken risk. We all have taken risk. Going to the grocery store at times could be a risk. We've all have taken risk right but there the, was nobody took a more of a risk than javon wimps and now, now like i said my memory may serve me a little bit incorrectly where i thought that as soon as the game was over as soon as the last play on the field happened that this dude dropped his gloves yanked out his uh went up to the went up to cj gardner johnson and started snuffing him right just snuffed him and snuffed him and snuffed him. and i wonder right i i really really wonder like the first time you hit him, you hit him in your you hit him in the helmet. Like, what is he feeling in the helmet? If the helmet is there, hold on, another one. <laughs> FedEx Field in Landover, Maryland, right home of the Washington Football Team, has turned their stadium into a polling into a polling center, and enough, not for nothing. I keep breaking the news because I, I, because they're pointing them out, and I want to make sure I get I get the, get a chance to point them out for you guys as well. But this is going to be the norm. If you have a sports franchise, a major league baseball franchise, um um, um, a, um, a, um a basketball franchise, a football franchise, they are most likely are going to have turned their their. their their facility into a polling center today it's the reason why there are no sports activities going on in any of these facilities they want to make sure that people have the opportunity to get out and vote that's if you can't make it to your local library because because it's because things are too um because t- things are too crowded or whatever or, or whatever um, building that they have that they have assigned for this. Just know that, that 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 all that a lot, the NFL, the NBA, and the other sports leagues um across this nation have turned their have turned their facilities into into polling centers. The latest one to come up on my radar is the one for the Washington Football Team. Don't worry, folks. We're ending the podcast real soon. We're gonna talk about the top five in tomorrow's podcast. right, if we, if we get a chance to get into it, because we had some top five performance. And we want to make sure that we get uh, we get those in there because some of these because listen wherever they win or they lose they were still some of the top five. Performance of the league, and we want to make sure that we give them their just due. Just like we want to make sure that we put J- that Javon Williams one hundred percent properly into the. I
3: cannot play with him. Cannot win with him. Cannot coach with him. Can't do it. I want we put him in the best.
1: Cause
0: he's a piece
3: of filthy
1: animal.
0: We gonna definitely make sure we we give we we put him in the pop award category, right? The piece of poop award. And here goes another one, folks. Here goes another one being mentioned, so I'm going to bring this to you. (laughs) Lambeau Field in Green Bay, Wisconsin, has also turned their facilities into a polling center. Like I said, it's going to continue, and and I'm I'm glad to hear that all of them have. Right? What I wasn't glad to hear was that after Javon Wims walked up to C.J. Gardner Johnson, snatched out his mouthpiece, hit him twice when he realized that hitting a dude in his helmet twice with your open hand was not gonna do anything then he grabbed him by his neck he, he was trying at this point in time to yank off his mask so he can uh, yank off his helmet so he can get some punches in there but not only is cj gardner johnson saying that basically like you hit like a bitch. Like, like that's basically what's what's going on mo i see you popping it on the podcast i see you looking at me looking at you looking at me looking at you All right it always feels like somebody's watching me <laughs> right? But so CJ Anderson obviously talk shit. Um Garner sorry, CJ Garner Johnson obviously talk shit, saying that yo you hit like a bitch. Right? But what do you expect to happen when you're trying to hit somebody in the helmet with an open hand when the helmet is there to protect you possibly from running into each other at 15 miles an hour while colliding heads. What was your weak ass hands gonna do? So so I'm not gonna say that he hits like a bitch. I'm just saying he didn't take the most educated punches that one could take. Well I was the what I was really disappointed in is that because I thought that he was defending his teammate. Right? I thought what had happened on the on the previous play, that, that something happened went on with one of his teammates and he was out there being the goon and protecting one of his teammates. Still haven't found Holy out exactly man. what happens, right? But what he what what Javon Wims end up saying, which we know is a complete lie, we have to figure out at what point in time in the podcast this actually happened, was that he said that C.J. Garner Johnson spit on him. When did he spit on you? Because when we saw the film, and the crazy thing about it, right, is that the cameras caught him. Right, The cameras caught him, caught him. The cameras just happened to be on him perfectly for no odd reason, and caught everything. He walked up to CJ Gardner Johnson, snatched out, walked up from behind. That is, snatched out his mouthpiece and then started wailing on him. When the fuck did he get a chance to spit on you when you were when he, when you were behind him, or was it after you snatched out his mouthpiece? Because it looked like you just walked up to him and you was just ready to snuff the shit out of him. Now, like like I said, I thought that he may have been defending his teammate. We may not ever find out the truth. But we know for a full fat B, like stop the bullshit. He ain't spit on you. He ain't spit on you. Like you just had a problem with that with, with, with that dude, and you wanted to take it out. And and listen, granted, you waited until the game was over to do it. But like we all know what you did. You you assaulted that man, and you but you waited to you waited until the game was over, and you did it on the field. And if you're gonna assault somebody, that's what you do. You do it on the field. He got he's gonna get his suspension. Um, the, the NFL obviously has already talked is already investigated it and he's definitely going to be suspended um for the uh for the hit that he that he put on um CJ Gardner Johnson but Javon Williams, stop it stop it like this is the reason why you get put in this category like because not only are you a liar but I cannot
3: play with him cannot win with him cannot coach with him can't do it I want we put him in the bed
0: you filthy animal. What's going on, son? I see I see you popping up the podcast. And I and listen, as much as I appreciate you guys popping the podcast and watching me on the gram, we are about to end the podcast here. We've been doing this for just about an hour and it's our time to go. You can catch us back on the air live at eight oh seven PM tomorrow night. Right, that's when we have our three hour special. We're gonna have a we gonna have a we gonna have the room entire full. That is our hump day. That's our hump day evening. Everybody comes through for that one. It is a mighty extravaganza. You should make sure you bring yourself down to Shea Shay La Moves uh, and, and you come and join the podcast. But for right now, I gotta get out of here. This is Mighty Sports Podcast. I am your host, Alan Thomar Taylor, aka the Motor Mouth of the South, and we are out of here. That's my Brooklyn buzzsaw.
1: Sorry B, I tried. Honest. All the bandwidth in the world couldn't keep me contained. No lag, no lag. Gonna share my talents with Podbean live. Always knew I'd take the pod there. Just a lot later than a lot of listeners thought. Last of the real gabbers. Well, maybe not the last. Munchkin got good mic skills. New, improved my tea podcaster. Potting down now. Last call for drinks. Bars closing sun's out heard the casino got a buffet breakfast don't want to go far wild night tired Be
2: tired my tea sports